In a previous tutorial, I demonstrated how you can use Inkscape to create your own vector letters. But in this tutorial, I'll be demonstrating how you can take those letters and turn them into a proper font file in .ttf format. So getting us started here in Inkscape, you can see I have these simple letters that I've designed. If I grab my nodes tool and zoom in on this, you can see how I created these. These are just individual paths that I applied a stroke to. And I'm gonna use these letters to create a font file. Uh, for this demonstration. So in order to turn these letters into a font file, we're going to need to download an application called Font uh, FontForge. It's a free and open source font editor that allows you to create your own fonts as well. So go ahead and download FontForge from the link in the description, launch the application, and once you've launched FontForge, it should look something like this. So I'm gonna click on this button right here titled New so I can create a new font. And when I do that, we're gonna get this window with all of these individual boxes in it. And these boxes all represent the individual characters of the font you're creating. So if you notice, we have all of the special characters here. We have the numbers, we have the uppercase letters, the lowercase letters, and some additional special characters down here. For this demonstration, I'm just going to fill in the upper and lowercase letters. I'm going to go back into Inkscape, and to do this, all we have to do is copy and paste each letter into each individual, each individual box. So I'm going to take the letter A right here, I'll right-click that and go to Copy. I'll come back over here into FontForge, and I'm going to select the box corresponding with the letter A, and I'm just going to paste that in there, either by right-clicking it and going to Paste, or you could just press Control-V on the keyboard to paste that in there. Now, if you notice in the thumbnail preview there, the letter is located in the top left of that preview box there. So we're going to adjust that by double clicking on the letter to open it. And when we open it, we're going to get this editor here, sort of like Inkscape. It allows you to change the design if you'd like to. It also allows you to change the position. Now, the size of your letter may vary depending on the size of the letter in the software here. If you find that your letter is too big or too small, you can resize it manually using the interface here. Or what I would recommend doing is going back into Inkscape and resizing all of the letters at the same time so that each letter is consistent when you create your font from it. So uh, if you size these down one by one, you're gonna have inconsistent weights between the letters. So I would recommend sizing them all at once. My size here is pretty good. I'm going to leave it as it is. What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to change the position of this letter. If you notice down here, this represents the baseline of the text, and this area down here represents the area that goes beneath the baseline. So, for example, if you were creating a lowercase g, you would want part of the letter to rest on the baseline, but you'd want that tail to dip down under there. So to move this, I'm just going to click and drag over the letter here. And I'm going to click and drag one of these nodes, and I'm going to hold the Shift key and bring this down until the node snaps onto the baseline. And now you can see we have all of this extra space in here. I'm going to close that by taking this guide right here and just bring this in further. And I want to leave a little bit of space there because this is going to represent the spacing between each letter. So if I were to bring this all the way in, there would be no spacing between the letter A and the next letter I type. I want there to be some spacing though, so I'll put about that much spacing in there and that looks pretty good. I can close out of that. And now you can see the letter A is all set. So I'll repeat this process now with the letter B. I'll just copy it by pressing Control C, come back in here, come back in here, press Control V to paste it, double click the layer, select the letter, and grab the node and just snap this to the bottom. Again, holding Shift to lock it onto the vertical axis. There we go, now it snaps. I could take this line and move this in. And close out of that, and there we go. So what I'm gonna do is I'll go through here and copy and paste all of these letters in here real quick, and I'll catch up with you when I'm done. 
So one minor thing I wanted to point out in regards to letters like a lowercase g where the tail descends down beneath the baseline, to move this letter, we want to place the baseline, we want to place this part of the letter right here on the baseline, and we want this part of the letter to descend beyond the baseline. So I'm going to select everything, and instead of clicking and dragging the bottom node, I'm going to take this node right here, which is the node that I'd like to be on the baseline, and I'll drag it according to that one. Again, I'll hold shift and then snap that node onto the baseline. And as you can see there, the letter G now descends beneath the baseline as intended. And I can move this line back in, and we're good to go. And for this particular font that I'm creating, I don't have upper and lowercase variations of these letters. I just have the lowercase variety. So I'm just going to copy and paste the uppercase variety into the lowercase boxes uh, so that they're all the same. And once you're finished generating all of the characters for your font, you can give your font a name by coming up here to the Elements menu and choosing Font Info. Now this part's important because whatever you enter here is going to be the name of your font. So if you don't want your font to be named Untitled 1, just go ahead and change that to something else. I'm going to name this after myself. I'll name it Nick. And uh, if you want, you could fill in this other metadata down here. We have all of this other stuff that you can look through if you'd like. I'm just going to leave these defaults as they are for this lesson and I'll click OK. And now to generate a font file, I'm going to come up here to where it says File and I'm going to select uh, Generate Fonts. And from this menu, you can choose where you would like to save your font file to. You can use this drop-down to choose the font file type. I'm just going to leave the default, which is .ttf, and my font file is going to be called nick.ttf, and I'm just going to click Generate. Now, when I click Generate, I'm going to get these error messages because I didn't create a proper font file. There's a lot of errors with what I created here. I'm just going to skip past this. I'm going to click Generate. And if you open up your files, I'm going to open this right here. You can see nick.ttf. There is my font, and there is the preview of the font that I created. And I'll go ahead and install this. And now this font can be used virtually anywhere in your operating system, not just with Inkscape, with any design app that you want, any word processor. In fact, I'll reload Inkscape here just to show you what I mean. Let me close out of this and relaunch the software. Let me shrink that down. And I'll just write in some placeholder text. I'll press Control-A to select it all, and I'm going to go looking for my font here in this list. So I'm looking for Nick. There it is. I'll click Apply, and there is the font that I've created. And in fact, I can go and change this now. Oh, you know what? Let me try that again. And if I bring out, let me let me open the rulers by pressing Control R, and I'll bring down a horizontal guide. If I place this horizontal guide here, you can see what I was talking about earlier with the uh, the baseline of the text. The baseline sits, the letters all sit on the proper baseline, and the letter G and the letter Y descend beneath it. The same with the letter P as well. So that is how you can go about creating your own font files using vector elements. If you found this lesson useful, then consider checking out my Inkscape Masterclass. It's a collection of over 60 videos where I go over all of the tools and features in Inkscape and I explain what they are and demonstrate how they work. Kind of like how I did in this video. We even have a private community where you can ask questions and get help from me anytime you want. And best of all, there's no monthly membership fees. You just pay $17 one time and you're in for life. I'll have some information about that down below if you want to check that out. As always, thanks for watching.